Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Football now and there's plenty of action happening around the world from the football ferns to the Phoenix, of course, to the English Premier League. And to talk about it now, as uh, former All Blacks, uh, All Blacks, All Whites, sorry, former All Blacks goalkeeper and Sky Sport uh, football commentator and Jacob Spoonley. Uh, Jacob, uh, thanks very much for your time this morning. The Phoenix, a draw and a win. A really promising start to the season. I'll take former All Blacks, but I'm really happy with that, mate. That's a great way to start my Monday. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, it's a great start for the season for Tully. It's the best in his three years in charge. Um, as you touched on, mate, a win and a draw. Over the first six games in his previous two seasons, that's the total aggregate point that he's got um, from that opening stanza. So um, really, really pleasing. And another good performance against Central Coast. Um, they look good going forward, in particular that left-hand side carved up Central Coast at times with McGarry, Piscopo and Sotirio really getting in and amongst it. Well, it's good. They had 40% of possession. I was looking at some of the stats. They lived on 40% of possession. Uh, won the match uh, uh, 2-1 with goals to Hooper and Sotirio. Uh, what is impressing you about the, the early look of the squad, Jacob? It's the system. Uh, so I think everyone's familiar with Tale's 4-2-2-2. There's a bit of an awkwardness around that. It's a bit non-traditional. And it really relies on the players understanding their roles in that system. And what we saw from the starting 11 was a group of players that have either played for Tale for the first three seasons he's been in charge at the Phoenix, or they've played for him and come back into that Phoenix environment. So there's consistency in terms of that playing pool. There's a familiarity with the principles that Tale wants to play with. And I think that's really the foundation for the Phoenix hitting the ground running um, in this in this A-League season. So if you want to look at key players, for me there's a really interesting dynamic where there's a, a core spine of uh, New Zealand players. So Ollie Sowing always the vice captain, took the armband off Alex Rufa when he went off. Uh, and then you've got Creighton Lewis pulling the strings in that midfield. Uh, and then Ben Old and Ben Wayne coming on off the bench, um, both academy uh, players, so it's, it's really promising. Um, we've got kind of the present and also the future combined in the starting eleven at the moment. Uh, it's incredibly early to start making predictions, so I won't. But I will notice the fact that Melbourne have started again very strongly, very strongly. They have, they have. Um, so Melbourne City uh, and Melbourne victory this year. Melbourne City obviously post a all Socceroos front line of Lethe and McLaren. Uh, and Nabu and Nabu scored an absolute screamer against Adelaide on the weekend in that wonderful 2-2 uh, result. City was 2-0 up with 10 minutes to go, and I think uh, Adelaide came screaming back into the match. So um, they're, they're going to be very formidable. 
the real revelation for me is the way in which Tony Popovich has started. Obviously, Melbourne Victory were an absolute shambles last year, um, finishing with the wooden mm. spoon, I believe. And he's turned them around quick smart. And not only that, he's doing the best out of Marco Rojas, who got two assists. And the Navy Blues look like they're going to be a blunt instrument that's going to bludgeon opponents um, over the course of 19 minutes this season. A real Popovich side that's not going to take any prisoners. Uh, just can we turn our attention now to uh, the All Whites, Jacob? It's been, I think, pretty productive sort of, oh, I don't know, two or three months for, for Danny Hay and, and uh, those around him in terms of discovering what they need to know going forward. It has, and that's really important, Smitty. So we are heading to, and I've said this a lot, the very congested 2022, um, yeah, the, the match calendar is a little bit uncertain at the moment as we try and figure out what's going on in terms of World Cup qualifying. We know that if we get through Oceania, we're going to be up against CONCACAF. So um, anyone from uh, USA to Panama to Mexico is on the table there, um, depending on how they go. But Danny's done a great job in terms of um, figuring out the, the depth and the plethora of options that he's got available to him. So I've seen Nico Kuhn, for example, who's um, really taken his opportunity at a very uncertain right-back position. And I think the most important thing out of all of this is that we're seeing our best players on the pitch. We know Sarkarit Singh is a wonderful talent. We know Chris Wood can score goals and do it at the highest level, but we've seen them combined for, uh, on the field for the All-Whites, and that's really promising because we're going to need to get the best out of our key players in order to have a shot at getting to Qatar at the end of next year. There's a lot of uncertainty uh, still, though, Jacob, about the actual Oceania qualifying process. So what are you seeing there? At the moment, um, there's, there hasn't been anything out of OSC. So Oceania Football Confederation are the ones that set the perimeters and the structure of the tournament. That's an ongoing conversation. And you can appreciate that there needs to be some discussion given the impacts of COVID. What was originally proposed is that the tournament would take place in Auckland in January. Now, there's discussion that the tournament's going to be pushed back to March. We're not sure what the structure looks like at the moment. And we are hearing suggestion that it will be pool play plus knockout. Now, you obviously can't fit that into a single FIFA window, and with the intercontinental playoffs then occurring in June, the question really becomes, how are you going to uh, fit a square peg into a round hole? And we don't have an answer at the moment, but obviously like some certainty because Danny needs to start planning, and we need to get through those qualification series um, first and foremost before we start thinking about the intercontinental playoffs. So, it's a case of watch this space, unfortunately. Yeah, it is, unfortunately. You're right there. Uh, we've got to watch this space, too, for uh, the football fans. For, uh, we really need, or uh, well, they really need, too, in particular, for, and for their coach, uh, Clem Clover, to, to get a win on the board. It's been, you know, back to March 2020 since they last had a victory, and uh, they, well, they had a chance the other night, and they've got to play South Korea again. They do, and uh, what she's getting is the opportunity to put her... Um, it's going to be the rather young football fans, it's got to be said, which is to her credit, up against some world-class opponents. They played the Olympic champions in Canada. Didn't have a great first game, but really took a massive step forward in that second game. Uh, closed the gap quite considerably from um, that big loss first up to a 1-0 loss uh, to Canada. And then we saw uh, over the weekend, um, the, them go ahead against Korea. So a really promising, um, I think, series of developments. You're seeing incremental improvements um, over a very short and very quick introductory period from Kumkova. And for me, I think 
you always can tell a good coach by the way in which their players make it obvious what the plan is. And with Kumkova, you see a very clear plan. We're going to disrupt when we don't have the ball. We're going to bring energy and work rate to shut down the ball at source. And then when we're on the ball, we want to be brave. We want to try and pivot. We want to get that ball um, in between the lines and get at the opponent. And I think you saw a really good uh, shift, a good 60 minutes from Avid Collins, um, a player, a young player that's only been in the football ferns for three caps. Um, and her combination with Jackie Hand, who's also uh, only got three caps, was great to see. And really promising considering that we have an issue at the moment with unlocking the uh, opponents and and putting that ball on the back of the net. So we saw a couple of chances created by Collins, and I think she's bringing a different dynamic to that front line. Uh, well, we'll uh, watch with interest uh, that uh, rematch and see if they can get something out of that. Wins for Brentford, Leicester, Man City overnight. Chelsea won, Man U won. Uh, Manu uh, giving away another uh, goal advantage there. Uh, look, we're looking at Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool at the top and there's just a little gap starting to emerge. We're, what, 13 games into the season, Jacob? Um, are we seeing that divide and it's only going to open up more? Is that how you see it or, or what? Yeah, absolutely. I see um, uh, Tuchel's Chelsea is an absolute machine. Really. They've got not only a really strong starting eleven, they're good from the goalkeeper uh, and Mendy right the way through to Werner um, and Havertz up front and, and obviously Lukaku. So um, they're, they're the formidable force in the Premier League at the moment. And I think it's going to be potentially even two tiers up that top. I think Chelsea might put um, some distance between themselves and Liverpool uh, and Man City as part of that top three. But you're right. I think this is a three-horse race at the moment because United simply cannot get things right. And they're an absolute shambles at the moment. Um, I think they were very fortunate uh, to get a result this morning. Uh, they were basically handed it by uh, an error uh, from Jorginho on the halfway line to get themselves ahead, and Chelsea couldn't get um, the ball in the back of the net to make it 2-1. So the Chelsea machine started this morning. United, again, I don't think they're going to be included as part of the title race. What's your team, just by the by? Uh I'm, I'm, I'm the, left, uh, the red side of uh, Merseyside, Smitty. So um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive Klopp fan. I think that was the perfect marriage when he came to Liverpool. And uh, I'm, I'm just wondering that Liverpool might not have the depth to compete this year. OK, interesting. Uh, hey, Jacob, you've been great, mate. Thank you very much for your insight into all those particular footballing areas. Summed it up beautifully for us. Uh, we'll be calling you again, mate. Don't worry about that. Thank you. Thanks, Talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Jacob Spoonley there, former All White, of course, goalkeeper, um, with his uh, take, and very, very well, uh, too, his take on so many footballing matters. Summed it up beautifully in such a short space of time. Outstanding.